This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single Podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Spera. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. This week's episode is our 100th episode special. Thank, Thank you, you. audience. Yes. Audience, you're too Tom, kind. You're, you're too, too kind. kind. Thank you, audience, so much. Uh, we decided to have a big audience. Just kidding. That was a sound effect. Uh, um, <laughs> it's actually nothing sadder than two girls alone in a room with fake sound sounding uh, applause. Celebrating their 100th episode. Well, but, congrats. Congrats to us. Thanks. Congrats to you, Angela. Congrats, congrats to you. Thank you. Guys, we have a very special event for our 100th episode. After learning so much about dating and being single, we decided to set two listeners up on a blind date. We set up Grant, who we met at one of our book reading parties, and we set up Matt, a guy that Angela knows, and we set them up on a blind date. We made we told them to read the New York Times 36 questions to fall in love on that date, and later on in the episode, we are going to hear from each of them about how that date went. Are you excited about that? This is like this is a big first. We we talk to so many single people through our podcast. We should be setting them up, you know? We should be experts at this point. We're going to find out if we are indeed experts or if we failed. We gave them roses. We paid for their date. We did everything we possibly could. Uh, more on that later. Mm-hmm. Also on the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, the most common reasons why people try to stay friends with an ex, and the most common porn search typos in every state. Then we are diving into the mailbox for some updates on listeners that we've helped over the past 100 episodes. But first, Angela, it's just you and I this week. We wanted to just have it be... Us two celebrating lonesomely together in a dark room. Just how I like it. Yeah. How has your life changed over the past 100th episodes? Oh, man. Well, my personal life. I mean, it's crazy to think when we started doing This Is Why You're Single. Like, when we started doing the sketch show, I was single. Very single. You know, writing about my life and, and tindering and being depressed by tinder and all that stuff. And... It's weird now. How many years later? Three years later? Four. Four years later? I mean, two years doing the podcast. Sure. Four years since we started our sketch show. Um, yeah. Now uh, I, I met Ian on OkCupid okay and we've been together and we're, we're going to, well, his dad's going to buy an apartment and we're going to move into it and pay rent <laughs> to his dad, which is the new normal, I guess, of being an adult. A hundred percent. It's a really great place. Did he get the place? I know he was going to put an offer They're in. making an offer, guys. This is exciting. Keep your fingers crossed. This is so exciting. I can be moderately mature. Yeah. Um, well, when we first started doing our sketch show, I was just boyfriend and girl, girlfriend with Nick. I didn't know if we'd stay together. I mean, I sure hoped that we would, but I, I didn't know how these things were going to turn out. You know, this was my first long-term relationship. And then while we were doing the sketch show, I got engaged. I got married. Angela was a very wonderful bridesmaid at my wedding. Thank you. And now we just moved into a new house. So much has changed. So much. And you know what? 
not only have our personal lives changed, but I love how our podcast has evolved. It really has. Well, we personally are living pretty conventional lives, but we like to cover topics that are not as conventional. We like to really celebrate the dating spectrum because, you know, we might not be the best examples of people living, well, you know, the lives we preach, but uh, luckily a lot of our friends are, so they keep our, they keep our lives exciting. Right. Well, my favorite thing about our podcast is we hear from people from like all walks of life, like this dating and hating dating and loving dating and relationships with dating are just universal themes. Everybody deals with it right down to like, you know, everybody wants to know how Melania feels about Donald. Like everybody's got their dating ish. They sure do. We've tackled so many topics. We've tackled dating with disabilities, dating while transitioning, STI shaming, ageism, being an introvert, sexual fluidity, slut shaming, so many topics. It's been it's been a, a fun 100 episodes. Yeah, and I reached a personal miles, milestone by getting to sit down with Sher- Sherry Vine and now you I feel like I've befriended a beautiful drag queen. You love your drag queens, so I'm so glad we were finally able to interview one, and she was amazing. Yeah, if I can promise you guys anything in the next 100 episodes, it's more drag queens. I can say she, right? Because she, yes. she when she's in character. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, yeah, we've had so many fun guests on the show. Oh, it's just been a great 100 episodes. That's all I can say. Uh, happy 100 episodes. Are you ready to jump into what's in the news? Let's do it. Angela, what have you been reading about? Do you realize that you've said that 100 times? Whoa. Oh, my God. Crazy. Um, so what am I reading about? I'm reading The Cut, a piece by Carrie Rahm. She says, uh, or she wrote an article about, these are the most common reasons why people try to stay friends with an ex. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Okay, so a study recently published in the Journal of Personality and Individual Differences found that most people who keep the friendship post-relationship alive, do it for one of seven reasons. Um, So let's go through the seven reasons. Number one, sentimentality. That makes sense. Um, Yeah, they said that included more specific statements like we shared a lot of good memories and they were supportive of my goals, which is like, you know what? Dangerous because, yeah, you had good memories, but now it's time to move on. That's how that's how you get stuck in a rut. You got to make new memories, people. Yes. Um, Number two, pragmatism, which means they were able to provide me transportation to places or they had attractive friends. So logistical reasons. Right. Shallow reasons. (laughs) Um, Number three, continued romantic attraction. I still have feelings for that. Oh, that that's always hard when one person feels that way and the other doesn't. Um, Next is shared resources like a kid or a pet or an apartment. Oh, I know so many people that got dogs together. I mean, Nick and I got a dog together before we were engaged. Like, you never know how that shit's going to turn out. I actually know a couple people that do like shared custody of a dog. When it was just boyfriend and girlfriend, right? Which seems really hard. Well, now that they're broken up, I mean, it's like I get the dog on the weekends. That's so hard. But I I understand it now that I have a dog. I'm like, oh, yeah, my dog's like my child. But from an outside perspective, I'm like, all right, someone keeps the dog. The other person doesn't. Like, it's not a child, but it is a child. Um, I actually, I remember my ex-boyfriend's stepfather used to like, he got into a big fight with his ex-wife. I know that's a lot of people uh, over their dog's (laughs) ashes. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Yes. They had to cremate the dog oh. and then they fought over the ashes, I know. But he got his half. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Thank God. It was on the mantle. Oh, my God. I don't know. Burning anything. Uh, it all creeps me out. 
Yeah. Death, death creeps me out in general. And being buried in like a casket under the ground like, is like very suffocating and scary to me. But being burned is like one of my biggest fears in life of dying that way. We'll just live after forever. Watching, after watching Manchester by the Sea, I'm like, oh my God, did fire. you really have to bring it to that place? Sorry. I just watched that movie. I don't want to be cremated because of that movie, okay? Dear God. <laughs> Fat, flash forward. Fuck, fuck that movie. Fuck that don't movie. think about Manchester by the Sea right now. You need to be in a good place. <laughs> that movie's piece of shit um it gave me so many nightmares i mean it's a great movie but it's horrible it's yeah. a horrible movie nobody should right. watch that movie all right anyway Ooh. what else Ooh, got that out of our systems okay <laughs> next uh reason is diminished romantic feelings which made it easier to actually follow through on a platonic relationship okay i feel like that's usually one-sided yeah you know um and then finally social relationship <laughs> maintenance which covered things like keeping a friend group intact and minimizing drama okay um do you feel like you've have you ever fallen into these categories do you feel compelled to stay friends with your exes uh i am still friends with many many of my exes but i think it's also because i never was with any of them like that long you know like i wasn't even with them for like a year two years three years so like when you date someone for like three or four months even though it might be like a really intense three or four months and you you travel together you do things together it like feels like a whirlwind it was never like it, it wasn't like a significantly long time. So it made it so much easier to stay friends with someone. Cause you're like, okay, we tried that for a few months and like for whatever reasons didn't work out, you know? And so I am friends with a lot of my exes, I guess. Well, good for you. I mean, not I, like, do I don't not, like, I don't hang out with them right. regularly, but you're like, yeah, you're on good terms. You've met some of them when we've like, yeah. Gone to so LA that's or pretty something. good terms. Yeah. I don't talk to any of my exes. Of course, with each of them initially, we all did the thing of like, let's try and be friends and like if you try and transition immediately from relationship to friendship i just don't think it works because there's still feelings yeah. there's still like you know sexual feelings and then you wind up hooking up and that makes things complicated and then you get into a fight and you don't talk anymore or I mean, at least that's been my trajectory to be clear i was not friends with any of my exes at the time of the breakup. At the time of the breakup, it was like, oh, I don't even like me. <laughs> or like, fuck you. Right. And, and then, and now it's like, oh, okay, that was all stupid. Like, hey, uh, how are you doing? Like, we work in similar fields. Or, hey, I see you're doing really cool stuff that's like amazing. Good right. good for the planet. Like, really cool. Like, let's catch up. But, um, yeah, to be clear, at the time of the breakup or the break off, whatever. And also, yeah. a lot of these people, it was like now that I consider them my exes. But at the time, it was never like oh, this is my boyfriend. This is my girlfriend. Let's meet each other's families. It was always like we're dating for three or four months. But like at the time, it was never like official, Mm -hmm. you know, but but we were we weren't seeing other people. It's very complicated. I understand that. Well, it's it's good when you can let things cool off and be friends. I support that. But when when it's the other kind of like fake friendship, that's just bad news. Get out of there. Totally. So those was that seven? That was seven. Great. Yeah. They also found that certain traits were linked to certain categories. People with people that were higher in extroversion, for example, were more likely to value pragmatic reasons, while people who scored higher in agreeableness prioritized sentimental ones. Interesting. Makes sense. Yeah. Nice people are sentimental people. All right. You want to know what I've been reading? Yeah. I've been reading Cosmo. Sexy. Cosmo is so sexy. And you're reading about porn. I am giving it all away. Well, I guess I, get, I already said that earlier in the podcast. Uh, this is an article by Hannah Smothers. 
she writes about the most common porn search typos in every state, which I found really fun. Like people are so excited to watch their porn that they type in porn with an M or lebsium, L-E-B-S-I-A-M. Those are not actual words in the English language, she writes, as you may know. Yeah. They are both quite commonly searched on Pornhub, however, according to a newly released stat on the most common misspellings typed into the porn site search engine. I thought this was very fun. Like, you're so stoked to watch your porn. Or maybe, like, you know, maybe your girlfriend or your wife, like, they, like, ran to the grocery store and you're like, I don't, I only have, like, ten minutes. <laughs> this also probably <laughs> would reveal a little something about what people just in those areas are trying to search for. So, you know. You want me to tell you by yeah, state? Yeah. All right. So, in California, they ju- the biggest search was just porn. P-O-R-M. <laughs> they just want their porn. In Texas, it was... Lebsian, okay, so Lebs in uh, New Mexico, it was threesome, but they forgot that there's two E's in the word three. Uh, what else do we got here? Um, okay, Montana compilation porn. I don't even know what that is, but <laughs> like they compilation, I guess. But yeah, well, but like I, I don't even. I've never watched that type of porn. What kind of porn is that? I, I guess it's like a best of. Like a sizzle reel. You know sizzle reels. Okay, that makes so much more sense. Yeah. It's just jizzing. It's just a whole video of jizzes. But like, yeah, they want like lots of quick clips. That's funny. I think this is the only state that looked for compilation porn. So, But they spelled it compilation. So C-O-M-P-L-I-A-T-I-O-N. Anyways, they spelled the word wrong. But that's funny that like Montana's really into like best of sizzle reel. Oh, wait, I'm wrong. Maine is also into sizzle reels. They also love their compilation porn. (laughs) I have to hand it to Alaska. Their most misspelled one was amateur, which is actually kind of a hard word to spell. (laughs) Oh, is it? In my opinion. Yeah, I guess so. Um, All right. I really liked Ohio, which is where my husband's from. They love their MILF porn. You know, mom, I'd like to fuck, but they spelled it miffle. Oh my God. That's kind of cute. It's cute. It's kind of cute. It's like really, but yeah, that's also kind of creeps me out. It's like in Ohio, they really want like their hot moms. I don't right. know. It's funny. Well, wait, did you say New York? What was New York? Um, all right. Let me look. Where is Oh, porn. Porn. All right. They just like their general porn. Uh, all right. This is Minnesota. They like stepmom porn, but they spelled mom with an N. Mon porn. So very funny. Wow. Look at that. You're in your most vulnerable state looking for porn. Who would think that somebody's also judging your spelling? Yes, I know, but they are. Okay, I got to say one more. A lot of states, a lot of states. All right, the biggest one looked like it was porn, but then the second biggest, people are looking for hentai porn, right? And they spelled it so many different ways. (laughs) Like, uh, they spelled it H-E-I-H-E-N-T-I. They spelled it Hencha, H-E-N-T-I-A. I don't even know the right way to spell it. And we've talked about hentai porn on the podcast before. It's like cartoon porn, right? Yeah, exactly. Wait, it looks like it is spelled. Oh, wait, no. It's spelled H-E-N-T-A-I. And so they were spelling it I-A or they were forgetting the A completely. Well, I'll hand it to them. That's another kind of tough one. Totally, totally tough. Uh, yeah, so people are judging the porn you watch and they're also judging your spelling. Be aware, people. Be aware. Big Brother is watching. <laughs> All right. It is time for us to jump into our mailbox. We're going to catch up on a lot of updates from listeners over a few, the last few episodes or last, you know, 100 episodes, I would say. Yeah. But first, let's take a moment to thank some of our sponsors. 
we would like to thank our sponsor, Aptiv. Angela, summer's coming around. We want to work out, but sometimes we want to do it from home, right? Yeah, and I also get bored when I'm working out. I need, like, something in my ear. I need music. I need somebody motivating me. You need a personal training session in your ear? Yeah, that's exactly what I need. How can I get that? With Aptiv, Aptiv delivers that experience straight to your earbuds by syncing the motivational guidance of a trainer with the perfect playlist to bring you an elevated on-demand audio fitness experience. I love this, Angela, because sometimes I go to classes and I don't really know the workout. I don't want to look dumb or I just want to do it at home by myself. I don't want to be judged, and but I want to get my ass kicked and I want to work out. Honestly, looking dumb at the gym is one of my biggest deterrents. I for, figured that it was. Time. Yeah. Uh, especially in like a Zumba class where you got to like dance <laughs> around. No, like, no, I'm doing it at home. I need Aptiv's help. Exactly. So with Aptiv, you get unlimited access to hundreds of fitness classes in running, cycling, elliptical, treadmill, strength training, yoga, stair climber, walking, and meditation. They have it all. Yeah. If you want to take it a little easy, you can meditate with Aptiv and you get the ability to track your progress directly in the app. It's pretty cool. And we are hooking it up for our listeners you guys get a 30-day trial for free with Aptiv when you sign up for a monthly subscription. Just go to www.aptiv.com. That's spelled A-A-P-T-I-V. Two A's in there, guys. It's important. www.aaptiv. All you have to do is enter our promo code SINGLE, and you're going to get 30 days on them. But make sure that you do it on the website, not in the app. Be otherwise, your code's not gonna work. But if you use your co- our code single S I N G L E, you will get hooked up for thirty days. Have fun. We would like to thank our sponsor, Care of. Care of is a new kind of vitamin company, and it's amazing because they'll send you monthly vitamins tailored to your body and your needs straight to your door. Honestly, Angela, one of the reasons that I didn't take vitamins for so long is because I didn't know what vitamins to take. And then when they would run out, I would like forget to get them. It was like a whole thing. I totally uh, identify with your story because same. I remember being like a little kid and my mom making me take vitamins every day. And I was like, no, no, no. But now I'm a grown up and I want vitamins, but I just, I don't know. All I know is like Flintstones vitamins and like, that's not for grownups. I need grown up vitamins. <laughs> uh, yes, you do need grown up vitamins. And what's really cool about their site is they give you questions about your diet and your health goals. And then they're going to recommend the best supplements for you. It's a really easy process. I did it today and it just takes a few minutes. And then they recommend the type of vitamins you need. Like they recommended for me a calcium supplement. And I was like, you know what? I totally would not have thought of that, but I have tried to cut dairy out of my diet. And like I said that in the questionnaire, they're like, how often do you eat, drink, eat or drink dairy? And I was like, oh, not that often. And they're like, oh, calcium supplement. I was like, I do need a calcium supplement. And we live in New York, so we obviously both need vitamin D. We're yeah, both we're- indoors a lot. We don't see a lot of sunshine. Exactly. I talked about this last week. I found out that I was vitamin D deficient when I did a blood test. Yeah. So guys, let's all get a little more healthy together. Sign up with Care Of. Once you've signed up, you'll start receiving monthly shipments of vitamins. Your supplements come in personalized daily packs, which are so convenient. The best of all, they only use the best ingredients in their vitamins and supplements. Plus, you actually save money when getting your vitamins there compared to your local health food store. And you're going to save even more money if you use our code. All you got to do is go to takecareof.com. Take careof.com and you're going to get your personalized recommendation and if you use our offer code single you will get 50% off your first month's 
order. That's takecareof.com. Use our code SINGLE and get 50% off. Let's get healthy, people. All right, Angela, we have helped a lot of people over 100 episodes. We've had Dan and Christine get engaged after Dan wrote in asking for advice on how to pop the question. Remember that? I do. They they got uh, engaged at Disney World, right? Yes, exactly. We also had Adina, who was unsure of what to call her guy, Daniel, at the beginning of the relationship. She didn't know whether to call him her boyfriend or what to call him. She had bought our book and sent him a picture of page 195 in our book, where we list a bunch of nicknames when you're not sure what the status of your relationship is she gave him choices of titles until he was ready for boyfriend and he happily picked out guy man dude and they also got engaged this year and had t-shirts made with their nickname where they they took like a pretty pretty pictures of the proposal and sent them to us yeah that was pretty crazy and and also uh, dan and christine who got engaged at disney world they asked us christine asked us to have a book sent to the hotel room which we did so like we were i feel very involved in these people's lives like we are it brings a tear to my eye oh yeah she said that like there's nothing more that daniel loves than was it a seattle team no he loves the eagles you have a great memory i do have a good memory he loves the eagles and this is why you're singles podcast (laughs) (laughs) so she got him a bunch of like eagles gear and then she wanted to give him a book signed by us so we like overnight shipped it to the hotel uh, for free just so you guys know any listeners out there if you're a listener of a podcast and you get engaged like we will hook it up yeah with a book with a book with a whole book and we wrote like a note and like i don't know oh yeah and we'll we be were, like super sentimental about it we are we you, get very you'll be excited. beloved by us and, also, and i'm sure mutually beloved but to be clear like the point of our podcast is not for people not to be single like if you want to be single your whole life if you want to date 10 different people like you know we're we love that but we also right. just still get excited about a fun engagement and a wedding well we also have some updates from some listeners that are living their best single lives yeah we do so. but first we have one that's not living a single life we have <laughs> one from our guy who we nicknamed alaska yeah um this is if you guys go back and listen to one of our earliest episodes i think it was like maybe our second or third it was really early on um we had heard from a guy uh that lived in alaska he was recently out of the military he didn't know how to dress he was just having terrible luck with women and our guest at the time dr alex was a little hard on him and we were so worried okay it was episode five um and after that episode she like tore him a new one it was episode called you're obsessed with labeling your relationship and we were so worried that we like hurt this guy's feelings go back and listen to that episode because it was the meanest this show has ever gotten i mean dr alex is amazing hilarious we both have the same manager and we've been to her shows before like we love that girl because she's so blunt but we also worry about people's like sensitive little hearts and feelings right especially that early on in uh in the show it was only yeah. episode five we were like we don't want people to think we're we're being harsh right, right in and we'll roast you yeah but um so we had but he loved it he it turns out he got in contact with dr alex and she like talked with him a little bit we've actually had updates from him before that he said he like met a girl and he was doing well so here's another update from john aka alaska guy so he says Hello again, Alaska guy here, and I'm listening to the wedding season episode. It hits so close for me because I'm getting married to that lovely woman I met the last time I emailed you. What? Oh my 
God. Wow. So he says, Alaska in the summer makes for a beautiful backdrop to any wedding. I hope we're invited. Does that mean that we're invited? Because he's kind of like hinting at how great his wedding is going to be. And I've never been to Alaska. For the record, Alaska guy. I would love to go to an Alaskan wedding. Me too. I assume they'll be ice fishing, even though it's summer. We're there. Um, So he says ice fishing. That's like it's like like or you like catch your own dinner. Yeah. Oh, what a hey, that sounds like a great wedding. Yeah. Um, so I guess we had talked about hating people and that's why we didn't want to go to weddings on that episode. We're so we're such cheery people. So he says, I too hate people, so planning all this shit is stressing us out. That sounds like something you probably said. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> um we both just want this crap to be over. He says, She has become a fan of your podcast as well. Oh, um, just wanted to say, since you are nearing episode 100, thank you for the invaluable insight you provide your listeners with. It is very much appreciated, and I hope you go on for years. Much love, John and Nicole. Oh, Nicole, from the both lady. of them. Oh, you're our okay. Yeah, you you know you're getting married when you start signing emails from both you and your sig other. I just right. started doing that on like a couple emails where I was like, thanks, like Nick and Laura. Nick can't stand when I do it. <laughs> You know what? I do it on like birthday cards and like any kind of card for things, even if Ian was not involved at all, which is actually a great situation for Ian because like he doesn't have to chip in for presents and stuff. Well, it's from both of us. I I definitely do it on cards, but then I did it recently. We're having like a little trouble with our neighbor who's like smoking above us. And I wanted to write like an, uh, oh yeah, a, a strongly worded letter to be like, Hey, please don't smoke. It's like coming into my apartment. And I like wrote the strongly worded email and signed it. Like, thanks, Nick and Laura, uh, you know, uh, apartment, fourth floor, whatever. And, and he was like, do not put my name on that <laughs> for better or worse nick yeah birthday cards and complaint letters <laughs> so uh i guess i when you sign someone with both of your names you need to ask permission is what i've learned um on a letter like that yeah yeah i guess so I would be like leave me out of it <laughs> all right you want to uh, can i read another email that i really love that of we've gotten course. from a listener all right this is from sarah she wrote I discovered your podcast about six months ago and I love it. This year I've been working on me, improving my health and figuring out how to be happy with who I am. I'm formerly plus size. I'm formerly a plus size person trying to get more dating self-confidence. I've not had a lot of sexual experience and I felt like as a 31 year old, it was rather embarrassing listening to you talk and answer questions about how to find a fuck buddy was something that was always intriguing to me because I thought maybe that was something that could help me. But as you've talked about it, I had no idea idea how to find one then one day after your episode about unicorns with alana heiss which was an episode angela we did maybe like i don't know 10 10 episodes ago i want to yeah, say that was I, I love that episode i that love great. alana heiss she says uh the day after that episode aired she said i happened to run into an old friend from college we got drinks and started talking and somehow we got into the topic of relationships and such after a few drinks the topic turned and, I, and it came up that I wasn't looking for a relationship so much as a teacher to help me feel more confident about myself in the bedroom and my skills. I wasn't embarrassed to talk to him about this for some reason. Fast forward a few days and I now find myself with my own personal sexual teacher. It's been going great so far and I already feel like I'm gaining confidence and a few orgasms will do that for you. Oh my God, girl. Girl, go get it. Get it on. Anyway, the point of this rambling email was to say thanks. I don't think I would have ever been able to take this step or even talk about what I wanted without your podcast and feeling like it wasn't taboo to give myself permission to do this, Sarah. This is, I think, my favorite email we've 
ever received on the podcast. Because we're responsible for orgasms. I'm this girl is like owning her sexuality, self-confidence, and getting that pleasure. And yes, it shouldn't be taboo. You should be able to like hook up with whoever you want. Guys do it all the time. Like, you know, yes, get it on, girl. And I'm so glad you found a fuck buddy. I would like an update from Sarah. Yeah, I would too. I think, she, I mean, like, and a, a former friend is like a good person, like somebody who you know is a good guy, but you haven't been in touch for a while. So like, you're not like super close. You're not running in the same circles. Yeah. Perfect. I, I think I talked about how I had like a, a fuck buddy, like Remember that guy? I mean, it was kind of a different situation because he had like a girlfriend at the time. Uh, that's an example of a bad fuck. Buddy. Yeah, I didn't have a good one. But it was I guess the point was that we didn't want a relationship, but we just wanted to hook up. Right. Yeah. I didn't do it the right way. Sarah's doing it the right way. Well, good for you, Sarah. That makes me extremely happy. Yeah, she did that. She sent us this email maybe like a couple months ago. I want an update to know like if they're still doing it. I want to know what she's learned. I have so so many questions. I love this email so much. All right. What, what's another email that you love, Angela? Okay. So also we love when listeners interact with other listeners. We often have listeners commenting on questions that we get. Um, we had a listener write in who had a stalker that was on the episode with just you and Nick. Yeah. And that listener was worried about how it would affect dating guys because she can't post on social media and it freaks out uh, new dates. Oh, yeah. And she can't have like a guy can't post on social right, media either. He, she doesn't want her stalker to find her, obviously. Yeah. Which is it was such a hard situation so we had a guy write in and his name was eric and this is what eric said he said in the episode you discussed a listener's issues dealing with a stalker and really emphasized the problem of her to be boyfriends not being able to post pictures of her on social media in some cases leading to them distancing themselves from her i just wanted to let her know that this isn't that much of a big deal for a lot of guys that's great to know right i i feel like i want to set eric up with this girl but he lives in denmark well i think oh wait no he lives in sweden I mean, Sweden's a great place. Maybe she wants to visit. Yeah. (laughs) He goes on. He says, sure, having a stalker is a serious issue, which it is. Um, And this baggage will be a deal breaker for some guys, but not nearly as many as you made it sound like on the pod. I, for instance, and many of my guy friends aren't into social media at all, meaning dating this girl wouldn't change anything in that matter. Also, as a stalker is a huge concern for this girl, other than just the social media issue, it doesn't mean it has to be that big of a problem for the one she's dating all i'm saying is there's a lot of guys out there who wouldn't have any problem with dating you due to this specific matter please make this girl know her situation isn't that bad as you kind of made it sound like my bad sweden wishes i like that he speaks for his country sweden wishes her all the luck in finding love Eric. eric uh I love that he's speaking on behalf of his, of his country. I, I'm And I want to apologize. I'm sorry if we made it sound like such a big deal. I think we were really trying to honor that it was such a big deal to her because she had written in saying like how hard it had been to date. But I think this is really helpful hearing from a guy's perspective that maybe she just hasn't found a guy that, that you know, doesn't care about this. Yeah. So I well, hope she finds one like a guy like Eric. I mean, it's definitely yeah. a serious issue. So I get why you approached it with seriousness mm-hmm. but yeah that doesn't that doesn't mean that there aren't guys out there like eric also i'm now that i think of it 
probably a lot of guys would be stoked that they have an excuse to not post on social media. Because remember, Angela, what's your rule? Like, you must post, like, one loving photo of me on well, Instagram a month to show that our relationship is going strong and to like, show how much you adore me. It's Isn't not that like your a rule? rule that I say out loud. It's a rule that I, well, it's a rule that I say out loud here on the podcast. And you hope you it's hear. It's just, it's more of an expectation in real life. <laughs> I... Since you've brought that up, I like secretly have that expectation. Like I'll kind of look at Nick's Instagram and and I'll be like, mm, it's been a little while. And he doesn't. He barely posts at all, so it doesn't really matter. But I'll be like, oh, okay, it's been like six months since he like posted a picture of me. I, I like the once a month rule. Show a beautiful, loving photo of me on I, Instagram. <laughs> I do just want to be clear. If anybody's ever like stalking me or Ian and sees him posting pictures of me, I didn't ask for that. He did it of his own volition. Same here. Same here. I simply quietly approved in the background. Yeah, exactly. One time Nick posted a picture of me and like, it was really cute. He totally did it on his own. It was me and my dog like laying really cute in the chair and he showed me the picture and I don't know, the angle. I was like, oh my God, my butt looks like the butt of like, like, a ginormous like person and it just didn't <laughs> reflect me and, and did nick delete it no he posted it and then i got mad at Good. him and then no. he deleted it oh see <laughs> it's not like ian's never posted hideous pictures of me he just won't take them down oh see i made i made him i like freaked out so i think i kind of traumatized nick for like a little while after that moment and he kind of you know i couldn't be like post more pictures of me because you know i freaked out and wasn't really on my best behavior but it's been a while since then so i think i think he's forgotten about that incident hopefully (laughs) i'll be stalking nick's instagram yeah um all right you want me to read all right i have one more email that i want to read from a listener all right so this was just like i don't know two episodes ago we had a listener named trisha trisha write in who had a crush on our chiropractor and she wanted to ask him out and wanted to know like how to do it and how to approach it so we talked about it on the podcast and told her like how to go about it well she wrote us back after that episode aired and she said she chickened out asking him out and didn't take our advice and her sessions ended but that was a real bummer that was a bummer we're like oh no you didn't get to follow our advice but she said that she hoped she helped out another listener and i was like yeah maybe if other people have crushed on their chiropractor yeah it's pretty specific pretty specific turns out trisha was right because shortly after that we got an email from emma saying she had a crush on her chiropractor in denmark what is it all these hot chiropractors i know here's what she said i was listening to this week's show create your own adventure and was loving your conversation about a listener's crush on our chiropractor as i am in the same boat i loved hearing you dissect the awkwardness and intimacy of these interactions bonus awkward points i live in denmark i'm american though and here all the chiropractors have you take your shirt off during the session because they like to work with the skin thank god i was warned about this before my session otherwise i would have been seriously confused slash creeped out but nonetheless it's been extremely weird to get used to especially given how cute my chiropractor is i feel all the more aware of which bra i'm wearing on a given day we enjoy fun banter and he even calls me his american girl but upon her facebook stalking yep i went there too she says I discovered that he has a beautiful little baby and I think a partner too. Ugh. But anyway, it just made me smile to hear basically my exact same situation come through on the podcast. Hope it works out better for the other listener. Love the show. Keep rocking, Emma. It did not work out better for the other listener, but I wrote Emma and I said, girl, you need to like cancel things with this chiropractor and find a new chiropractor. 
that's also hot but is single. Clearly there's many of them. Yeah, exactly. So we have, all right, so two strikes. Yeah, we with, can with somebody, chiropractors. Has, if you have gone on a date with your chiropractor, even if it didn't work out, let us know if you got that far. I would love to know that. Um, but anyways, there's been so many other emails and tweets over the past 100 episodes. We really read them all and every single one of them means so much. So thanks for taking the time to email and tweet to us because we freaking love it. Yeah. So keep writing and we'll keep writing back. Exactly. If you guys want your listener questions answered or if you've got any funny text messages that you want to share, email us at contact at this is why you're single show.com. You can find all of our contact info on our website. This is why you're single show.com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. This week's reason is our 100th episode blind date special. It's not really a reason, but... Nope, it's not, but it's something even better. So we wanted to do something special for our 100th episode, and Angela, you came up with the brilliant idea to set up two strangers on a blind date. Well, I was inspired by an email that we got from our listener, Grant, Mm -hmm. who uh, we had met at a book at our book reading and then he wrote to us and he was like guys i am so very single like can you use your resources to set me up he, I, like, I think his suggestion was he wanted us to play like some kind of game on our podcast right, right? and this was like what like a year and a half ago angela it was a while ago we, we sat on that idea we, we let didn't. it marinate we didn't know if grant was still single but when we were trying to think of fun things to do for our 100th episode we thought this is perfect. Let's play some kind of dating game. And we're like, uh, let's just actually just set them up on a blind date. Let's first email Grant and see if he's still single and if he'd even want to do this. And we emailed him and he said yes. So then we had to use our matchmaking skills. And so let's talk a little bit about Grant. We okay. we only met him for like 20 minutes, right? Right. And we follow him on Instagram. So yeah. that's about all the insight we have into his life. He's very stylish and he, good looking. And he's very like outgoing and really yes. fun. And he, you know, and he, he loves Bette Midler just like me. Yes. So he's obviously a good man. I think he's really hot. He is. He's super hot. I don't know how old he is. We didn't ask, but I would guess like 20s, 20, 24, 24. Yes. I feel like that's correct. Yeah. I just said yes. Like I knew, but I feel like you're right. Yeah. Like maybe like a 24 good looking guy, like kind of like brown specky hair, right? Yeah. Tall, slender. Yeah. Um, Tan, very tan. So Laura was very protective of Grant. I suggested a few different people actually um, as ideas to go out with him and and they got vetoed. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, but then you came to the rescue and you said you had a friend that you thought would be perfect. I found a winner, my, my friend Matt. So tell us about Matt and why did you think he'd be... We didn't know a lot about Grant, but what from what you knew, what made you think that Matt would be good? Well, I feel like they're both sort of artistic types. I mean, I, I assume Grant is artistic. He goes to book readings. Um, <laughs> He's involved in culture. They both live in Brooklyn. So obviously there's a lot in common there geographically. That's all, that's all you knew. No, I mean, yeah. And like Matt is, I know that Matt is how single. Know, how do you know Matt? Tell us about um, him. It's actually really funny how I know Matt. I used to work with Matt during my summer, my college summer job when I worked at the beach uh, was the first place that I met Matt and he was very persnickety. Were you guys and lifeguards he, together? No, we worked in the toll booths. Oh. Um, and I remember one day Matt very dramatically quit. And he just like left and we were like, where'd Matt go? And everybody was like whispering about it. He quit. And I was like, that guy's cool. He, he, 
quit this job. So then like we, <laughs> we had like mutual friends, but we didn't really stay in touch. And then I ran into him in the city one day, actually after one of our sketch shows and he oh. was out with friends and I was out with friends and we just like reconnected and we became buddies again. I love that. Um, and he, I, I love Matt. Matt's, um, what does he look he like? He loves music. He's got glasses. He's kind of like a nerdy cute sort of sexy nerd's guy. my favorite sexy type nerd, sexy nerd that's my favorite type um he he loves things that are french oh <laughs> just right. a fun fact about matt cool he loves jazz music he smokes cigarettes and listens to jazz like a cool old man <laughs> so that's fun that's really fun all right so here's what we did for the date we decided to set them up at a restaurant called la esquina Cafe de la Esquina, which is this great Mexican restaurant in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. We left a pink envelope for them at the front along with two roses. Inside the pink envelope was like an introduction like, hello, thanks for coming on the date. We've included like $60 for you to buy yourself some like margaritas and some tacos and some guac. And then we also had this fun idea to include, we've talked about this on the podcast, the New York Times 36 questions to fall in love. And it's based on like some study that some researchers did where they like paired strangers in a room and had them read these 36 questions and answer them. And I guess it creates this like super strong bond and intimacy between people if they answer all these questions. Yeah. That you, you end it by staring in each other's eyes for a few minutes, right? Yeah. And it's supposed to make people fall in love and it's like worked and like a bunch of people have gotten married that have done the 36 questions to fall in love. And I, I don't know. Um, I just, you know, I read this modern love column about a woman who did it and it worked out for her and the guy she did it with. And I've always wanted to see if it would work with strangers. So we included the 36 questions to fall in love and in the envelope along with two roses, we set them up with all their food. Like, like everything was perfect. Right. Right. Angela? Probably far more romantic than your average date. Yeah. Uh, so I'm dying to know how it went. I know I'm nervous. I'm nervous too. They better have done the questions. I mean, I not I, I I tried to do the questions one time with Ian and we weren't able to get through it. But Why? We, I don't know. It's just there's so many. There's 36. But yeah, I guess if you answer each of them, it takes a while. But I hope they did it. We gave them enough money to eat uh, eat through the questions, right? Mm-hmm. So let's find out how the date went in our Reason of the Week breakdown. <laughs> All right. Our reason of the week breakdown, we are going to call Matt and Grant separately and find out how the date went. First, let's give Matt a call. Your, okay, yeah. your friend Matt. Yes. All right. Let's let's dial his number. Hello. Matt, is that you? That's me. It's, Hi, Matt. It's Laura and Angela. Hey, how are you? How was your date last night? How are you is the question. Uh, both pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> okay. Uh, My first, yeah. what was your first yeah. impression when you saw Grant? Well, we both knew each other actually already. <laughs> Wait, what? What? This was supposed yeah. to be a blind date. How? How did you know each uh, other? Well, oh, we had shit, all, we Angela, had... we failed at blind date setup. <laughs> well, that's the thing is it's really hard to, to do that now because we've matched on all of the apps. So oh my I actually, we, are, we had each other's number already. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Yep. So yep. at least that means that you liked him, right? Yeah. 
But you I think hadn't so. you hadn't yeah. when you say you knew him, you didn't meet him in person, right? You had No, never never in person, no. But you guys had this is great. We're great at blind dates. Then I take this back because right. we set two people up based on our our opinion of how hot they were, their mutual interests, how dynamic they were. And it turns uh-huh. out they had already matched on dating apps. This is a great we're job, Angela. Expert matchmaker. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> um, okay. So then you you had already chatted. You had texted. Yeah. Had you sexted? I don't. I, actually, maybe. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait. If you guys had matched on so many apps and potentially sexted and, and you had each other's numbers, why had you never met in person? Well, Grant wasn't great at responding to text messages. So. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. All right. There so, are too, too many distractions in, in the world, I guess. Who knows? So walk, too us, many through, options. walk us through the yeah. date. You get there. You get the pink envelope. We Did you get the flowers we left you? We did. They were beautiful. Okay, great. <laughs> we were trying to set the mood. And then we put in the envelope the 36 questions to fall in love. Did yes. you guys do the 36 questions on your date? We did them selectively. There were a lot of questions to cover, but but the conversation was fairly organic. I mean, the the experience itself was, was a bit of a conversation starter. So, sure. so there was that. So, did you feel since you didn't do all the questions, do you feel like you only kind of fell in love with each other, only halfway? Well, we we saved the other thirty one for for the next time. I guess you oh, only good. did five of the thirty six <laughs> questions. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. You- Listen, how are we, you supposed did, to fall yeah, in love if you the, don't... We did the four questions and then one other one. Are you kidding right. me? Okay, do you not know how the study works? The study works is if you do all 36 questions and then you're supposed to stare into each other's eyes for two right. to four minutes. Did you at least stare into each other's eyes? We did. I think we did, yeah. Okay. Not, yeah. not in like a staged way, just in more of an organic way. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay, all right, fine. All right, so what did you guys order with the $60 we left for you? Or did you guys we, pocket the money? <laughs> no, we well, we ordered a, a lot of drinks. We both had spiced margaritas, two Ooh. orders of those. And then um, Grant is a vegetarian, so he got some this interesting corn thing and some... Uh, we shared a cheese quesadilla, and I ordered a, a chicken taco, but they they brought it when they brought out the check, so we just didn't take it. Uh, but, oh. but it was nice; it was it was good food, we and the co- atmosphere is good. The atmosphere is good. We picked a place with shitty service. Mm. Did they give I you guess. the free chips and salsa like they promised us that they would? They did chips and guac, so that was nice because they usually overcharge you for the guac. One of the great crimes of New York dining, I think. Yeah, Laskina said that if we mention them on the podcast, they will give you free guac and chips. Probably so. shouldn't have said that their service was shitty, though. But Laskina, no, the service was fine. It was fine. I don't want to. I don't want to give them a bad review. Right. I'm just uh, trying to instill some realism into this podcast. Right. Right. Yeah. True. This yeah. isn't Yelp. It's a dating yeah. podcast. Okay, yeah. so you didn't follow our instructions in the envelope whatsoever, but. But tell us how the conversation went, and do you plan to see each other again? I think it went well. Um, I did text him today, and I'm, again, waiting for a response, but I just (gasps) was asking him um, about he was going to see a movie after we seeing Wonder Woman, so I asked him how that was, but we'll see what he says. Because I sent it today, so I feel like there's some time given that that people are busy, so I'm not really What time? What time did you send it? Uh, In the morning. Oh. So... Yeah, so who knows? Interesting. It's we'll been a day. All right. Well, yeah, not quite a day. <laughs> not yeah. quite, I know. I'm sorry. I'm projecting day, my yeah. insecurities onto you. <laughs> 
were the sparks flying? What were what was this chemistry? Chemistry. What were you feeling between each other? Did you kiss? I, I think it, I think it was good, but I, I think it, it's hard to um, to say in advance because, like I had said, the the chemistry and the conversation really revolved around the uniqueness and and the humor of the situation that we we knew each other and and yet we were on a blind date. So it was amusing, yeah. That is quite the situation. <laughs> yeah. Modern day situation, yeah. You, the, you just can't uh, you can't go on a date without knowing someone or having slept with someone they know or something like that. So Oh, did that happen? Like I, did you sleep um, with someone he knew? We didn't, we, we didn't get that far, but okay. you know, there's a um, quite an intertangled web of relations in the community, I guess you could say so. Who knows? Well, what we really want to know is we we have spent 100 episodes now. This is our 100th podcast episode. We've learned. Mazel a, tough. Thank you, thank you. We've learned yeah. a lot about love and dating, and we tried to really put all of our knowledge into forming the perfect date for you. Uh, on a on a grade of one through ten, how would you grade us in terms of setting up this blind date? The atmosphere we picked, the the flowers. I think it was perfect for for a first encounter, especially given that it, it was finally a day where you could be outside and it wasn't too hot. I think you, you chose very well. Yeah. we And the bill wasn't too expensive either, which is important for a first encounter, in my opinion. But yeah. how, how many drinks did you have? Did our cash cover it? Yeah, it did. It just covered it with a, an acceptable tip even. so Great. <laughs> Great. Do you, see, do you see Grant as a potential lover like a long-term love interest right. or a hookup or neither i don't know i don't know because um neither of them have really presented themselves to me yet so i am certainly open to i'm certainly open to seeing him again what, what whatever that might be what are you looking for by the way matt are you looking for a relationship or are you just uh, yeah but I, I suppose i'm open to whatever uh, i encounter all right uh and Angela asked a question. I don't. Th- I think it got. Yeah. Did Did you smooch? Did you get a smooch? Uh, there was some pecking. There were some <gasps> some pecks. <What>? Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh. like birds do. Right. Uh, How sure, does that happen? Weird. I've never pecked on a date, unless you're what? like pecking like. Well, like it was goodbye a goodbye kiss. It was okay. a goodbye, yeah. So. Oh. Okay. But mutual pecks, like mwah, 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 mwah. like how does one do? How mutual? many was? I think there were three, but. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess I can't really make. It really all depends upon whether or not he texts me back, and then I'll know if it really was anything. So, yeah. Then you'll yeah. gush. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. And what's your current? Let's let's talk a little bit about about you. So we're very excited yeah. to hear about the date. What's your dating status? How long have you been single? What are you looking for? How many dates a week do you go on? Like, give us the download. Okay, well, I just reset my Tinder, so I'm on a bit of a marathon. I'm actually about to go into one now. So. What? <laughs> Wait, go, right. Yeah, going to a movie. You're, You're going to a date right now after the romantic, perfect blind date that we <laughs> set up for you last night? Well, this was very last minute what you set up, so I that have is to. True. I have to respect my schedule. I wouldn't want to cancel on someone. So, right. wait, you said you're marathoning. So, let me just ask: How many dates yeah. have you been on this week? Let's see. When did when did this week start? On well, <laughs> let's week, say okay. Sunday. Well, Saturday I went on two. Sunday on I two. Canceled. Yeah, Sunday one. Um, 
rescheduled, and then another one ghosted me. Monday I went on one. Wait, wait, Sunday both Tuesday fell... I went on two. Wait, Sunday, <laughs> let's start back. Sunday both, two dates fell through, so you didn't go on any Sunday? I really didn't. I wanted a break. I, I've been at Northside all week, so I didn't, at this festival all week, so I didn't really want to leave the apartment anyway. So okay, so you had fun. two dates on Sunday, but both fell through. All right, so let's start with Monday. How many Monday did you say? One and Tuesday too, and one of them was actually from Sunday. The one that that uh, rescheduled, which was okay. fine. All right, and then it was a, a lunch coffee. And then, and then yeah, yeah, I was wondering how you were fitting in too. You just answered my question. So lunch coffee, and then another date was like at night. Yeah, I guess after I went to the gym, I, I'm trying to get. I think I had an interview that day too, so I'm trying to get a lot in in one day. Yeah, it's, I'm impressed. Yeah. And then yeah. a, a Wednesday blind date, Thursday, today is Thursday, the movie date. And then what's Friday and Saturday look like for you? Tomorrow I'm going to a movie with friends. Um, Saturday I may meet up with the Tuesday lunch coffee. But other, and I just actually before this got a text about Tuesday museum or Saturday museum with the Monday encounter. But anyway... <laughs> I can't keep up. <laughs> yeah, how do you keep track? Do you ever find that you're like mixing up their their background? I keep a very tight calendar, so I know <laughs> what's going on. And I have a I have a memory like an elephant, even so. All right, so you're never like, yeah. oh, how's like the job in PR? And they're like, um, I'm a teacher. You know that happens, but I think people <laughs> you need to get to know people before you start. You know, getting it as so many details about. I don't know. All right, things 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 divulge slowly. All right. Um, do you have any more questions, Angela? Um, well, I feel like after I talk to Grant, I'm going to have more questions that I'm going to want to just keep ping-ponging oh, back and Don't, forth between yeah. the two of you. <laughs> Don't let down my guard at all in that call. All right. No, we will, yeah. we will, uh, defend your honor. <laughs> yeah, great. Sounds good. Okay. So overall, you give us a 10 on us setting up the date, a one through 10. What do you give Grant as a, as a date? I thought it was a great experience. So I'll say, uh, you know, I don't have anything that would disqualify me from seeing him again in, in my own book. But uh, yeah, so I, I guess everything was perfect. I, I can't think of, you know, I have an idea of what an ideal person would be, but that doesn't mean that I, I wouldn't be interested in um, in spending time with that person in, in whatever many ways. So I, I can't really take off any points. So sure. I'll say okay. that this slate is still clean. What was your favorite thing about Grant? Well, I did like his, uh, his, his blazer. It was this really bright. <laughs> no, he's a very handsome guy. So what did you wear but, to the date? Oh, I, I looked, um, depressingly professional. So, <laughs> Well, uh, what are you going to do? You are. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm the professional. You mentioned that you have an idea of what your ideal mate is. What is that? What does that look like? Well, I think it's more who that is. I guess it's um, so unintelligent and interesting. Um, but while we speak, I should probably get going soon. So, Oh, okay. All right. Well, because yeah. you have another date to go to. I do, yeah. All right. All right. Have fun at your date. Thank you for taking the time to catch us up well, on your blind date. We're, we're glad well, it went well. Thank you for setting it up. All right. All right. Bye, Matt. Have fun at your at your <laughs> 100th date of the week. Yeah, right. All right. See you. Bye. 
My boy Mac gets around. He sure does. I don't know what to think about the date. It sounds like he was really interested in Grant, but then they didn't do my freaking questions, so they obviously didn't fall in love, and he's got another date tonight. Like, if you were in love with someone, if you had done the questions and fall in love, you would not be going on another date the next night. You would have canceled, and you would have been like, no, I found my dream guy. But don't you think there's something to be said for Matt being like, no, I want to get to know you. Like, let's enough That's of, the point of the enough question. Enough of the fanfare. No, the questions are all about getting to know someone on a deeper level and creating intimacy. But well, whatever. Maybe he wanted a superficial level first. <laughs> maybe. All right. Should we give Grant a call and see how it went before we make our, our final assessments of the date? Yes, I'm dying to. All right. Let's dial up Grant. I'm so excited. Okay. Let's give him a call. Let's hope. Let's hope he picks up. Hello, Grant. Yes, it's Lauren Angela. How are you? Hey guys. Hi. Good, how are you? So, how was the date? Well, it was super embarrassing because I walked in and then I had to get the envelope and the flowers, which I did not know would be there. And you're, then well, you're every- welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. So then everyone in the restaurant like knew something was up because oh the God. waitress person like brought it, and fr- I'm standing there and like everyone saw me get this huge pink envelope and roses so then I sit down at this table and everyone like I'm sitting there waiting and like everyone there knows what's going on so then Matt walked in and then I recognized him right away because we've matched on tinder and bumble before so we so we've heard we just we just talked to Matt right before you and we're like oh my god I don't know if we failed or succeeded at blind dating I don't know how to look at it we like to think we succeeded Yeah, it wasn't exactly blind, but you've never met in person. True. But apparently we've talked a lot because he knew a lot about me. So. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> in a creepy way? Not in a creepy way, but just like he like remembered like what I did, like where I lived. He did tell us that he has the memory of an elephant. He did he say that. He probably does because I don't remember even like saying all that. But I guess, you know, you talk to so many people that... It just shows what a small world it is. Or you so. do a little online stalking after you match with someone. True. Yeah, no word on if that's how he gathered him, his information. <laughs> so he said you guys had never met up in person because you would ever texted him back at some point. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, I seem to do this kind of a lot. I like make plans with some, which this is not good. I'll make plans with somebody and then like from Tinder or whatever. And then I'll even, like, give my phone number everything. And then, like, we'll be texting and then we'll, like, set a time and we'll be like, oh, what about, like, Thursday at, you know, like, 6 o'clock? Like, perfect. Then Thursday comes around. I completely forget that I made the plan and then I cancel. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody needs to get up to date with their iCal. I know. Well. Do you have an iCal? How do you keep track of your. Of all my dates. Yeah. Right. Well, I also go on like a hiatus. Like I'll make these plans and then for a while I'll be going on a lot of dates and then it'll be like a few months where I just don't actually meet up with anybody. Okay. What's funny is it sounds like you and Matt have like similar dating styles. He's just more organized. He told us he like has a calendar that he keeps. <laughs> but he he's also like, ta- you know, going on lots of dates, talking to lots of people. Did you... Did you know what you recognized him from when you first saw him? Because sometimes when I've seen somebody, I'm like, oh, did I go to school with you? Are you famous on a TV show? Did we work together? Like, I can't place them, but they look familiar. 
Did you do that or did you know instantly? No, like, I, oh. knew, I knew right away because we, because like it was to the point where like, and I haven't even talked to him for like a few months, but the last time that we like matched on something, it was like more like a like, oh, hello again kind of thing. Like we knew that we had already matched a couple of times. And I think also he might've said something like, oh, like you stopped talking. And then of course I'm just like, oh, sorry. And then you stopped and talking. Then, and, <laughs> and then I just stopped talking again. So, so I, when you saw him, were you pleasantly surprised or were you like, oh, I feel awkward about I this? I kind of had like an inkling that it might be him when you said that he lived in Greenpoint because I did remember that. Wait, what? There's what? More, there's more cute gay guys in Greenpoint than just Matt. Mm, yeah, but um, I believe Angela also said in the background of the last call, Matt. So, oh my <laughs> Angela. Well, I mean, so Matt is I a very common name. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be more than one gay Matt in Greenpoint. You'd be surprised. There really isn't. <laughs> Angela, we're supposed to be a blind date. I'm sorry. Angela kind of ruined the whole thing. Oh, wow. I mean, I right. feel like when you go on a blind date, the very least information you are allowed to get is like somebody's first name, right? You can't just go up and be like, hi, what's your name? Yeah, I guess nowadays if it's a true blind date, you can't get their full name because you could easily you can't, do a right. search. Yeah, you can't get anything because it's a small world out there. In the dating world. Wow. Yeah, it okay, really is. I want to get, before we dive deep into the date, I want to get a little... Okay background on you because like we explained earlier in the podcast we met you at our book reading party and uh you were so fun you you were great and you pitched us this idea you're like you know i'm single you guys should do some kind of like game show dating thing but that was like really all we knew about you i mean we're like friends with you on instagram and stuff but so you have a wonderful fabulous life that we follow yes exactly (laughs) that's all we know we became friends with you after after our book party but like we haven't hung out since we don't know if you have brothers or sisters we don't know if you've been dating if you got out of a long-term relationship we don't really we didn't really know a lot we didn't have a lot to go off of except our first impression of meeting you and we were like all right we got to match grant up with someone and we've we've only met him for like 20 minutes and that's all we had to go with so can you give us a little background on you like how long have you been single tell us who you are Okay. Well, um, I work in marketing and I was in a long-term relationship for like two years. And this is going back like, I guess, 2016 we broke up and it was a weird breakup where it was like a breakup and then we were back together and then it was like another breakup. And then we like went for a few months without talking, but then we spent a year being friends, but then it got kind of weird because then it's like friends who also have sleepovers and (laughs) do everything (laughs) who do everything together but they're just friends and like still talk on the phone every day but you're just friends and you're both dating and it's just like not a thing so that was so that's kind of like why i think with the online dating stuff i get or i have been weird in the past because i would be like dating people but then like i was pretty much like the void was filled even though it wasn't a boyfriend you know it's like we're talking every day like it's somebody to talk to and like you're hanging out so it's like uh. why really date and it was very messy it was just like not messy in a bad way but just like messed up kind of scenario it wasn't black and white basically it wasn't like yeah. I, it wasn't like i break up with you and then you move on it was like and we uh, had no reason to like dislike each. it was like we never right. had a big fight or like didn't like each other it's just like we didn't work out together mm-hmm. and like we were like still intertwined with like our friend groups and like we still did all the same things but um so then i spent like a year doing the last like year basically like still hanging out with him all the time, but also like doing my own thing, but then never really like met anyone 
else that I felt a connection with. And then... Um, but wait, when we met you at your, our book party, that was... I had said that I left a Tinder date, if you recall. I do recall. <laughs> you had left a Tinder date. Oh my God, you right. really you really As do, in like you ditched a Tinder you date. You really do ditch a lot of dates that you planned. I do. Wow. <laughs> so this ex-boyfriend is like holding wait, you back. He's holding you back, but wait. Well, emotionally. Wait, wait, but I have a question. When you were, when we met him... That he was in a relationship for two years that ended in 2016. But did we meet him in December 2015? No. When did we meet? No. When did our we, book come out? I don't know. It was last. <laughs> I think it was like last winter time. Like, oh, December 2016. Yeah, it must have been. Like we had broken up in September. Okay, so you really October. were totally single then. Got it. Yeah, I was. I was single. Sorry, like, and I don't. Even, I don't even think I was like in contact with him at that point. That was like a few months of like not talking. Got it. Got so, it. Got it. So sorry. I was like actually genuinely trying to meet people. So Angela, go ahead with your question. Well, I, you were saying that question? he was holding him back. Oh yeah. So like, I feel like. So do you still talk to your ex that regularly? Well, okay. So here's the here's the thing. All right. Like we did talk and we like talked all the time and then i think in like november december of this year we like were to the point of like talking every day still and like hanging out and like like just like always together and i had basically like my friends were all saying like this was like holding me back obviously so then i like had told him like we need to stop being so close like we can be like friends but we can't talk every day we can't like you know like maybe once a week we can talk on the phone so we did that for a while and then somewhere along the line in the last like few months he got a boyfriend and just completely <laughs> acted like I don't exist anymore. So now the last So it like, solved your problem. You didn't have months. to make that decision for yourself. Exactly. But it's also like disappointing cuz it's like we had always said like we'd always be friends, you know? Yeah, that's But sucks. apparently this boyfriend's a little uncomfortable with this scenario, so we um just don't talk anymore. But anyway, so that happened like yeah, I don't know, a few months ago. And when did you match with Matt on? And what, which, mean, which apps probably, did you match with him on? He said a I lot. Tinder and Bumble. And then I was telling him yesterday about the league. He had no clue what that was. So I'm also on the league. Oh, okay. But I, <laughs> I'm not very good at keeping up with them. And I don't, I'm not very good at answering people, but I've got them. Why well, be on so many if you do end up seeing like the same people on all of them? Um,. I don't know. You just get bored with one, you know? Yeah. That's or true. like you're like on for a while and then it's just like, eh. Like I don't even check half of them because it's like, what's the point? Yeah. I'm curious, how does Bumble work for gay guys? Because the, the whole hook is like girls can message first, but is it just like a right? It's kind of like Tinder. You, well, guys? okay. So for Bumble, for like gay guys, it's like you match and then you have 24 hours to respond. That's why I, I think I actually don't even have Bumble right now because I never go on. So it's like, if you match with somebody, you have 24 hours, like either one of you to reach out. And then like if you don't reach out in, the, in 24 hours, then it just it expires or whatever. Mm. And then for the league, it's like you have so many days. I think it's like a month or something to talk to somebody. And if not, then it expires. Actually, I think like it expires no matter what. Like you only have like 30 days on there. So it's like you have to like take it off the app if you want to. Isn't the league kind of pretentious? It's like a lot of like Hamptons... Like, I like Hamptons yacht parties. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Which some people really dig. Sure, who doesn't? I, I mean, I used to dig that. That used to be my thing, Angela. I don't get invited to many Hamptons yacht parties, but... Oh, I used to have a yacht named after me. <laughs> I feel like that's a whole other episode. I'm just kidding. I'm lying. <laughs> but, um... Okay, so... Well, should wait, we get side should we... story about the league. Can oh, I just say something please. quick? Please. 
Um, so I, this was probably like three months ago. I had like the only person that I ever met from the league was this guy that I met. And then we like really hit it off and we were like, you know, basically together. And he was like hanging out with my friends and like I met his friends and like he was like everything on paper was good. He like went to a really, really good school, like had a really good job. Like, and then I find out he's a prince. Okay. Of of what country? I'm not kidding. This is real. What? Of Tuvalu? Um, of a, an African country, I'll say. I guess Tuvalu is an African. If you're a prince, you do belong on the league. Like, that. yeah, that, and he like threw it in there, and then I like didn't even think anything of it. And then like a few days later, I was talking to my friends, and I was like, oh yeah, and by the wait, I was like, wait a second, I never told anyone this. Yeah, he's a prince. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, explain more. Did you go out with him? Yeah, we like were together for. Oh wait, uh, Tuvalu is like, not in Africa. Tuvalu is in the South Pacific. Is an independent island nation within <laughs> the British Commonwealth. So he's not from Tuvalu. No, sorry, no. I don't know. I don't know my geography. I was just uh, clearly. I'll tell you that it's clearly sure Model United Nations did not pay off in high school. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> um. All right. So you've been out with princes. So you've got. So, <laughs> so you, how did Matt compare to the princes? Yeah, that you've dated. So. Okay, so Matt, I thought was really nice, and like we we talked a lot. But okay, so f- you guys had given those questions. You gave like it was like thirty five questions. Thirty six. You're suppo- you were supposed to play the thirty six questions <laughs> heard- to fall in love. I tried. I really. Uh, tried. He I wasn't heard, into it. I heard you got through four or five questions. You're no, supposed to I get through told- all thirty six. Well, I was trying, but then Matt wasn't really into it, and then I kept veering off into other conversations. So then I said, okay, we need to stick to this thing, but why don't I select five questions from each group? I mean, right. maybe, yeah. There were three sets. There were three I know it would take a long time, but we the whole point was we wanted to see if you guys fell in love if you did the questions. <laughs> Although, I, I mean, I, I tried to follow the rules. Trust we'd, me, I tried We'd to like our money rules. back. <laughs> no. No, <laughs> Which, I mean. by the way, we had just enough money. It was, like, literally perfect amount oh, of money. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> so, like, was the organic conversation good? Organic conversation? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we got into, like, uh, some... I'm trying to think like what we really talked about. It was like, it was a good organic conversation. But like I said, the one thing that I thought was like, maybe just because I do this to people. So I don't notice that I'm even saying these things to people. He knew like a lot about me already. And I didn't know anything about him. Like, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But like, he seemed to know like a lot about me. So that was a little like. Maybe he really does have the memory of an elephant. Either way. He did say that. Either way, he needs to play it a little more cool. Yeah, because it was just like, he like already basically knew like. He was like, oh, you live in Williamsburg, right? And I was like, yeah. Oh, man. It's so hard. Dating's so hard. Okay, I want to know. What did you think of him physically when you first saw him? Is he is he your type? Uh, you know? I don't know, like, what my type is. But I don't – to be honest, I thought he was, like, really nice. And I think, like, he'd be a good, like, friend. I'm not sure I felt like a romantic thing at all. Because you didn't do the questions. <laughs> Maybe that's why. That which, why. Which questions did you do, by the way? Do you remember? We did, like, the first, like – five of the main section and then like the it was like what dinner guest would you want and then i mean it kind of veered off into some good things because like we talked about those questions but then it led into like oh then we found out like we both go to the film forum because like we were talking about the dinner guests and it was like actresses and actors and stuff so we were talking about the film forum and then we were like talking about like um Oh, I had been on jury duty recently, so we talked about that, and I told him about the case, and then I was saying it was in Sunset Park, Brooklyn, and then we were talking about, like, this, like, wanted design party that we both went to recently that, like, we didn't even know we were both there. 
Crazy. So like things like that happened. It was a good conversation. It was never like a dull, like awkward moment. So these are the first five questions of the set. I want to know if you guys did all these. It was, yeah, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Would you like to be famous in what way? You did that one? Uh, Yeah, we did that. Before making a phone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why? Did you do that one? Yep, we did that. What would constitute a perfect day for you? No, we didn't do that. So you stopped at three. Well, no. Well, then you I did the different sections. Okay. Oh, got it. And I, then I was like, okay, you know what? These are taking a long time, so I'm just going to kind of like skip around to the good ones. All right. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So you see him more as a friend. Why do you think the chemistry wasn't there for you? I think that I'm like pretty hard. I mean, if you ask any of my friends, I think they all, I don't know if you remember Dee Dee, you met Dee Dee. Love Dee Dee. Hi, Dee Dee. Yeah, <laughs> like her biggest thing with me is that I'm very picky and that I'm also like never happy with these people. Like I just told you about the prince. Like literally I could not say one bad thing about that whole thing, but for some reason I just wasn't into it anymore. You're like, uh, royalty, not my thing. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah i think i'm just like hard to i think it's a me thing i think it's my problem but i'm sure like i mean maybe a normal person would go on that date and think it was like really great and want to like hang out again but i don't know like if i do you know do do you think it was that he wasn't into the questions and you wanted to do them and (laughs) laura wants that to be i'm so (laughs) mad no i'm just kidding i'm really not that mad uh i don't what angel what else do you want to know about the date um well, what was like on a positive note, what what was like something you really liked about the date or about Matt or just about the situation in general <laughs> other than um, our, other than our involvement in it? Well, I think it was kind of it was like fun because it was like not a, your typical date. Like you're going there and it's like you have you know, like it's set up for you, you know, it's like you have to go. So it's not really like it was like a whole different kind of like feel than a normal date where you're just like you're both under the understanding you're going for the date so it's like this was like set up by you guys so it was like and on a normal date you you would have canceled (laughs) yeah maybe the other one i would have canceled (laughs) i'm kidding no i'm kidding i'm I'm just (laughs) grant you know i love you i'm just i'm just joking okay sorry so go ahead so what what else did you like i was gonna say the other thing that i liked is we got into like um i think it was actually it came off of like i said these questions like spawned other conversations so like the one about rehearsing your phone calls or not he was saying like that he doesn't really talk on the phone at all except that he calls his mom a lot and i was saying oh i call my mom every day and then we like talked about that and i thought that was nice that he's close with his family that's cute that's super cute yeah like he was saying that he like used to call his mom every day but now he tries to do it once a week and like blah 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 so that was nice and then we were talking about like our families and if we're close with our siblings and he has a sister and I have a sister and I think that that was his only sibling. So it was like, we both had the same like family. Oh, cool. And then what was the other thing that, um, yeah, we both like, I mean, he does, he's like into like music and stuff and art and I am too. How long? And that came from the celebrity thing. Like we were saying like, if you were famous, what would you want to be? And I was saying like, I'm not like an artist or, anything but if i were like a writer or anything but if i was famous like i wish i had the talent of like being an artist or a writer or something you know mm-hmm. and then he was saying like that he would want to be a musician Aww. so that came from that that sounds fun uh, and he told a lot of stories about angela oh no he- <laughs> oh great <laughs> so you let that that was your favorite part about matt that he has stories about me right it was pretty funny i have to say <laughs> but- how, how long did the date last <laughs> 
It was like an hour and a half, maybe close close to two hours. I I will admit this is bad, but I had already had plans to go to a movie <gasps> with a date. Uh, no, no, no. It was like friends, <laughs> oh. but it was at ten o'clock. The movie in Williamsburg. So it was like it, when you first said seven o'clock, I was like thinking in my head. I'm like, well, if it's in Williamsburg, it probably won't run into ten o'clock, so it's fine, you know. So it's like. I didn't really even want to bring it up. But then he was like, oh, like, maybe we should go for a drink after. Like, what are you doing after this? Like, blah, blah. I was like, uh, well, I'm actually. And I was like, I swear this is not, like, an out. Like, I really just already had this movie planned. Oh, like, he wanted to continue the date. Yeah, I know. So then we, like, walked together. Like, he was going to the subway and I was going to the movie theater. So we walked and, yeah. And you and I heard there was, like, a little bit of lip action or at least. There yeah. was. He said there a, was, a peck, a peck. There, <laughs> yeah, it was a peck. So one through ten, what do you give the date? I think it was like a six. Okay, all right, all right. six because it's okay. more on the it friend wasn't side. Like the best. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad date. Like I think, like it wasn't a bad date, but it wasn't like I left thinking, like, oh my god, like this was so amazing, you know, blah blah blah. Okay, that's, that's fair. fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, well, it sounds like you guys both like each other at least as friends yeah you have a lot in common it sounds like and you know we're learning a little bit about what you would like in a partner grant you like family values yeah i do like the family values well an artistic family man yeah there you go he's got to be out there uh all right royalty is good too (laughs) grant i got it um we got to wrap up the podcast pretty soon but all i got to say is thank you so much for being game to go on a double date and not not a double date we were in there sorry a blind day and participate in our 100th episode yeah thank you so much it was a lot of fun thanks grant thanks grant we'll talk to you soon okay bye guys bye well no love but like there's a lot of like a lot of like and we set up a possibly blooming friendship Uh, yes you know what and if my friend matt is listening i love you matt yeah yeah you're great and maybe maybe one of the ten thousand men you've gone out with this week will will be a match i don't feel that bad for matt even though matt was a little more interested in grant than grant was in matt i don't feel bad for matt because like he's a player so go and play on player you're just mad at him for not reading the questions i am but he's also (laughs) like 13 other dates set up for this week so like he's gonna be he'll fine. be fine he, he will, will just they'll oh, both be fine grant needs to to read our news story i guess yeah oh i was just thinking that he should listen to this week's episode i really hope he does because the news story was perfect for his whole thing about staying friends with exes but you know he's not friends with his ex anymore so he figured yes. that sitch out yeah it's a process well i guess this means that i i don't know if we can judge our skills i was really hoping that over the past 100 episodes whether this date went good or bad it would be a judgment on whether we as you know two people that talk about dating had learned anything over 100 episodes but you know we gave them all of the tools they just didn't necessarily use the tools so there was no love that's you can what i lead think. a hor- horse to water but you can't make him fall in love with the water. (laughs) Leave it to Angela to end on a cliche. Uh, Well, this was a lot of fun, Angela. Um, We tried our best to set up these guys, but what can you do? We did. I mean, I would like to do this again. Maybe we, we know so many single people around the world. Like let's do it. Let us know. Holla at us. Maybe we'll do it on our 200th episode. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, hopefully sooner. Uh, 
happy 100th episode. That is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Thank you so much to all of our listeners who listen every week and write into our podcast. We truly only continue to do this because of you guys. I don't know if we've ever told you, but we only plan to do like 13 episodes. It was going to be like a like a special, like Lena Dunham style, like a little series. And... I don't know, you guys kept writing in and we were having so much fun, so we kept at it and now it's been 100 episodes. We love you guys. We really do. You guys are the absolute best. Um, For all of you just now checking out our podcast... Check out our book, too. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and we have an audio book that is on Audible. Yep. So thank you guys so much. If you want to get hooked up with discounts, that is our gift to you for sticking around with us all this time. Um, there's a full list of all of our sponsors and codes on our website. Check out our podcast page at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. We're also on social. If you want to holler at us there, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. Please like and subscribe on iTunes if you've been enjoying our past 100 episodes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.